Cheer. That's uh, Ethics by... Oh, was it down here? Jesus. It's um, Ethics by Grey Code. It's um, some metalheads. It's a nice bit of gear, that. The bloody iPad's run out of charge. And it's the... Uh, having it plugged in over there. It's fucking with the internet. It's got, I've got one of those raggy... Um, uh, plug things that carries the internet through the power cables, like Leveler Ad, because I want to be like him, because I want to be him. I want to be inside him. Um, and for some reason, having the power for the iPad plugged in next to it just rages it off. It's like, no, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Like, you just plug sockets, man. Can't we all just get along? You know, all with, one's powering the iPad, the other's powering the internet. Can't we all just get along? Can't we all just live in harmony and our, you know, our futuristic sci-fi 2D gay communism? Maybe. Maybe one day. Today is not that day, though. Wesley Snips, he's here. He's out of sight, out of mind. Don't forget about him. Don't forget about Snips. Don't forget about Dre. Don't forget to register to vote. And um, don't forget, uh, just don't forget your keys. It's becoming a trying morning already. Ah, oh, screen's broken. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's ten minutes past ten. And you're listening. Go for your memes. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing thirty, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes, many of the top memes, many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Uh, yes, uh, hello, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Uh, some, uh, the, I think the internets are, are, are being are being whack. Uh, please, people in the chat, tell me what's going on. Um, is it me? Is it you? Is it uh, you know? It's it, it's not me. It's you. It's both of us. It's you know. It's a crazy mixed up world out there. Seems all right on mine. I think I, I don't know. I'm just I'm do I'm out here doing my best. You know, it's. I thought it was Wednesday. Turns out it's Thursday. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Uh, hey, look, there's some good bits in here. Um, some proposed ideas for funding the Mexican border wall. Uh, fish and chip shop loses its mind. Uh, man goes to stag party of man that is not friends with. Old Russian woman. Uh, very hungry gerbil. We'll get to that. Uh, vegans roast a dog in the street. Uh, woman visits doctor. That sounds that sounds exciting. Gender reveal lasagna. <laughs> uh, donation donate breast milk to my son. He's thirty eight. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, woman marries duvet. So, you know what are we going to make of that? I don't know. Um, I'm going to have a look at the iPads now over here. It's now charging on the floor. This is making life somewhat difficult. But you know, I I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic as ever. I think. There is, there is, oh, fuck. There is, um, there is no problem that humans cannot overcome. I, I truly believe that. I think Will Smith said that. The modern, modern day philosopher, uh, Will Smith. Um, and I, and I believe him. You know, I think, uh, he is a good boy. I think he's nice. 
And what's going on here? 6% battery? No chance, mate. Absolutely no chance. Why are we even here? Hey, I'll put this back on charge. Should be fine for a minute. This is what the Patreon supporters pay the money for. Definitely. 100%. This is, this is what we're after. This is high quality uh, internet radio. Uh, everything seems all right. Everything seems fine there. I was lagging before, but it's okay now. And fine for me. Fine for Frank Grimes. That's cool. Uh, the drum and bass farmer says blaming the Zuck. That's fine. Yo-Yo just made IG. It. Give it a whiz. Sounds like a butt plug. I have no idea what's going on in the chat. It looks totally insane. Anyway, look, let's get into the news. Arizona lawmaker wants to tax porn users to fund the Mexican border wall. Listen, whoever came up with that idea deserves a promotion. That is, uh, so the long and the short of this, basically, is the idea is that, right, let's tax all porn. And the way we'll do that is that we will make it the law that all devices that you could possibly watch pornography on uh, have it blocked unless you pay them 20 notes to get it unblocked. And they'll take that 20 notes and they'll just spend it on the wall. It's like, oh, well, if we're not going to be able to make Mexico pay for it, who can we make pay for it? How about we make the wankers pay for it? Hey, that's a great idea. It could be a big old wanky wall. Yeah, it already is a big old wanky wall. Build the wanky wall. Wow. Wacky Trump's wanky wall. Building massive wall along the Mexico, Jack, sorry, Jack Massey of the Lad Bible reports, reports, reports. Building a massive wall along the Mexican border was never going to be cheap. Oh, you know about walls, do you now? Oh, sorry, Jake Massey. You know about costs of walls, do you? Are you what are you would? Are you a? Were you a bricky? Hey, you know about walls. The materials alone are going to cost a fortune. Are you in the construction business, Jake? Um, then you've got to think about paying all those labourers, uh, working there. <laughs> Working their hands to the bone. So how do you drum up the funds? Well, tax people already working their hands to the bone. It's appalling. At least that's the idea of an Arizona lawmaker who wants to charge porn users 20 bucks to remove the mandatory block from their devices. Republican uh, Rep. Gail Griffin, R. Hereford, uh, has introduced House Bill 2444, which would make it obligatory for distributors of devices with internet capabilities to install blocking software when people then pay to uh, pay the state 20 bucks to have the block removed uh, they would get back to their to their dirty business but the money would help build the wall um i do think that that's um a funny way to fu- i think that's a bit of fun isn't it might as well make the wankers pay for it i think you know it's how much do you want your porn how good is your imagination these days can you just yeah, no, that's good enough. Yeah, I mean, with this, would it force people to use their brains, you know, force people to work a little bit harder for their sleazy gratification, for their self-care? Maybe it could, because you've got to test yourself sometimes, haven't you? You know, you test, I mean, it's it's too easy just going on, on, on Pornhub and finding whatever the latest, you know, action is. Test yourself sometimes, try it to... I don't know, Roseanne or something. You know, really put yourself up against it sometimes. I, I don't know, try to curb your enthusiasm. Like it's just, you know, you've got to like push the boundaries sometimes. Don't, don't end up in a sort of creative rough, 
rough rut. Don't end up in a creative masturbation rut. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and maybe you could, maybe they, <laughs> I mean, maybe they want to get more specific with this, though, than rather than just charging all porn users, maybe only charge people with very specific porn tastes, but charge them quite a lot of money. Like, rather than charging everyone 20 bucks, maybe charge anyone that is into, like, into weird stuff, granny porn, something like that, charge them 100 bucks. You know, I'm sorry, like, you can watch normal, you know, straight or gay porn, but anything beyond that, we're, we're charging. I mean, that's sort of victimising some people, isn't it? But are you kink-shaming people at that point? I don't know. I'd Look, it wasn't my idea to build the wall. I mean, I, I want a wall, but I want it. Uh, I want to rebuild Hadrian's wall. Keep the Scots out. They're a menace. <laughs> <laughs> imagine trying to uh try, like being an mp and so like putting that one forward in parliament like um just thinking about this wall yeah just just putting this out there what would people's um feelings be about trying to rebuild hadrian's wall can we you know any any other people well, actually i mean it's, it's not a bad idea <laughs> not a bad idea get the smp out um Anyway, I don't really know what, what how much they say the wall's going to cost. Four billion. <sighs> don't know, man. Well, uh, if that's what Jake Massey says, he knows about this sort of stuff. Um, how long would it take for the people of Arizona to knock that out? It's a good question, man. It's a good question. Maybe they could raise the money with the Elon Musk Grimes sex tape. You know, forget forget going to Mars. <laughs> like, you know, you got to build the wall. <laughs> Oh my god, shady fapping tax. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's sort of all I've got on that. I try this. Try the iPad again. See if it works. Um, this is submarines. A new bit by submarines. It's called exert. Yeah, exert your fapping hands.
I think it is only fair to blame the government shutdown on whatever is going on with the internet, my end. It's up and down like a teenage boner. on threshold now. Motion with the suggestions there. Charge the iPad via the laptop, not the mains. That's a fucking good idea. Yeah, now I don't have to have it on the floor. Uh, excellent. That is uh, excerpt with, by... Uh, no, that is Submar... Oh, Christ, oh man, it's getting bad in there. Get your act together. Two more, I think. What? Get your act together. Oh, my baby Jesus. Lobsters. Yeah. That was excerpt by Submarine. Uh, nice bit of gear. I think we're back in business now, really, guys. I think so. I'd like to think so. You know, it seems to be a bit more stable over at Threshold.fm rather than YouTube. Um, if it really, you know, continues to irk us, we'll just, um, just cancel the YouTube and just continue on on Threshold, and I'll upload the video later. You know, it's all fine. Let's not worry about it. Okay fine fish and chip shop to close following backlash over controversial name i um when seeing this headline i thought oh come on how controversial can the name be turns out actually quite controversial uh jake macy massey macy the mace man mr mace jaco big jakey from from the lab bible reports right the chippy is all set up and it's good to get oh fuck off i can't be asked with the preamble anyway turns out that a fish and chip shop who've named themselves The Battered Wife, uh, are going to close down because, quite frankly, no one is particularly impressed by that name, even though there is a there is a half-decent pun in it. Funnily enough, puns on domestic violence ain't that popular with people. How bizarre. Like, oh, the snowflakes these days. Oh, people, you can't joke about anything anymore. You can't even joke about knocking your missus around. This is outrageous. Come on, people need to, people need to toughen up. This is mad. I mean, 
this has obviously been going on for. Oh, don't you start giving me grief on the over there now? This is a what kind of bloody Punch and Judy show is this? What kind of Laurel and Hardy setup am I running here? What kind of two bit hack, two bit good for nothing bloody hack of is. Oh, just, right, just forget it, man. That's it. All go home. All go back to us. Fast forward from that imaginary brainstorming session and the battered wife is now closing down following a backlash the owner clearly didn't anticipate. They've had signs made up. They got, like, hot food, cold drinks, the battered wife. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. It's in Australia. The chippy uh, in Innisfall, Australia, made headlines last year after a picture of the shop blackboard bearing the name above. The message, the only battering anyone need now. Is that... Really? The only battering anyone need now? Yeah, okay, they're obviously not the sharpest knives in the drawer, are they? I think we can establish that. Um, the, uh, it's spread across the web. In October, anti-violence group, the Red Heart Campaign, posted a message on the Chippy's Facebook page that read, We would like to send a huge fuck you to the battered wife fish and chip shop. Seems fair enough. In a year, we have lost 67 women and 18 kids to murder and manslaughter, and while hundreds of thousands of women are being battered by their partners across the country, these clowns think it's appropriate to make a joke of domestic violence. There's nothing funny about domestic violence or violence against women. Please boycott this business. It does not deserve your money. It's just baffling, isn't it? Like, I really, really like, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, I like a dark joke. I like an edgy, you know, something that's a bit edgy. But, like, to name... To use a domestic violence pun for a fish and chip shop. I mean, I can imagine it being something that was in a, um, like in the League of Gentlemen or something, like as a parody, as a, you know, to laugh at how absurd that would be in a fictional setting. But in reality, it just. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean I don't know how much more they are. Okay, but owner Carolyn Kerr defended the name, claiming it was intended to raise awareness. Mm, I think you're backpedaling on that one. Uh, however, in a video shared on Facebook, Mrs. Kerr said the shop would cease trading next Monday as a result of the pressure put on the business, as an, calling it an abusive witch hunt. She said, "It is with deep, deep sadness that we were. Why not just change the name? What's wrong with you people? Like, change the name to the Codfather or something." You know, what this is what all other fish and chip shops are called. Why why butt the trend? It's worked for everyone else. Uh as many of you will know, I've been the subject of an abusive witch hunt for a for a not for profit organization who are anti abuse. You're mad. However, they've threatened to throw bricks through my window, they've complained to the Australian Securities and Investments Commission uh, to have my business name revoked. Just, just um, look, admit that you fucked up, that you thought you were being funny and clever, but you're actually being a twat, and just change the name. There's, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I saw there's a vape shop in Berlin called Vape Culture. It... <sighs> These these places exist. You just can't even wrap your head around it. Like you, I don't know what to say. <laughs> this is turning out to be one of the weirder coffee and meme shows. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of the world anymore. You know, people are raising money from hairy-handed workouts to build walls. 
Um, people are making domestic violence puns to sell chips. Another day in a simulation, another day in fake Australia. I mean, this is presumably all fake news anyway because Australia doesn't even exist. But, I mean, the le- the lengths that people will go to push the real Australia narrative. They'll make up the most absurd stories. You can't even believe it. Right, come on, let's have this. Uh... I played this yesterday, Sacrifice by Tobax featuring Life Size MC. It's a naughty bit. I will say I like this a lot. I like the fact that the MC is life-size and they haven't gone for a miniature version just to save on cash. I think that's decent because in so many, you know, so many times you turn up at a rave expecting to see a full-size skibbity and they've got one that's about three foot tall. Outrageous. for shoe thrower of the week what was the other option mm. oh that dub element track Lyceon Sacrifice. <laughs> 
<laughs> Def Disco referencing the feedback I received on my new prospect TP from someone on SoundCloud that was just like, snare's too compressed, rubbish. Okay, <laughs> my next tune's gonna be called Snare's Too Compressed. It's just a snare that's just like yeah man Tobax with Sacrifice featuring Life Size MC that is undoubtedly a sandal slinger Lord Alive the wankers are building walls domestic violence chip shops rollers are a genre whatever next yeah uh, nice one, Tobax. Cheers for that, mate. Nice one, pal. Good stuff. Uh, man flies to stag party he was accidentally invited to. This constitutes news according to Lab Bible. Jess Hardy Man reports, reports, reports. Group chats and email threads can get pretty bloody confusing at the best of times. But not least when you're not even supposed to be involved in the first place. Do you rudely lead the group? Do you silently ride it out? Nope. You should do what Will Novak did. Will Novak, each and every time. Lobsters. Uh, and absolutely own it. Novak was accidentally copied into a group email about a forthcoming stag do, thanks to a typo in the email address. He didn't know any of the lads. They've capitalised lad there, because they're lad bubble, isn't it? <laughs> I just walk in, play like the sickest sets, people just go nuts. Uh, Novak was accidentally copied into the group email after a typo in the email address. He didn't know any of the lads, but he did know what they were planning for their mate, groom-to-be, Angelo. Uh, who they've been thinking of, uh, thinking of whisking to Vermont for a skiing trip. Jesus, he's got bloody cash to go on a skiing trip for a stag do. These must be, must be rich, rich-ass motherfuckers. Bring your 80s attire, ridiculous awesome get-ups, etc. for skiing. Ask yourself, what would Angelo wear? One line read. Rather than ignoring the email... As many of us probably would. I'd have blocked him. I'd have put him on a spam list. Novak replied, I do not know who Angelo is. I am a Will Novak who lives in Arizona. I am a Will Novak who lives in Arizona. No, I am the Will Novak who lives in Arizona. Vermont seems like a very far away for me to travel to a bachelor party for a guy that I've never met. That being said, fucking count me in. <laughs> Providing the required details uh, for the stag... Uh, he wears a size large T-shirt, by the way. Novak awaited his response. Eventually, his new friends replied to say that they all agreed, uh, no, insisted that Novak join them. Um, <laughs> posting the thread on Facebook, Novak asked his followers, his followers? Uh, so I ask you, Facebook, he's already friends, I don't know, is he a celebrity? What's going on here? Does he, got a, does he have a podcast? Where's his Patreon? I'll donate. Uh, so I ask you, Facebook, should I leave my wife and nine-month child behind to go to a bachelor party of a man I've never met on the other side of the country? Because right now I'm leaning yes. It's must, it misses just must be rolling her eyes. Reader, uh, reader, he went. Reader, he went. What does that mean? Reader, reader, he went. Anyway, I made it. I made it. I have no reception. I'm going to pass out. He revealed in an Instagram post. After setting up a GoFundMe page, oh, here we go, yep, to get him to the bachelor party of a stranger. See, look, these are the things that the internet will rally towards. You know, they will donate money for someone to make bloody potato salad 
or for someone to go to a stag party with someone they've never met. Uh, third world poverty, not so much. Um, after setting up a GoFundMe page to help him get to the bachelor party of a stranger, Novak flew 2,500 2, miles to join the group uh, on Angelo's Vermont-based stag-do 80s-themed night out and all. Hashtag Angelo's bachelor party was a big success, he told people on an update on his GoFundMe page. Is it still there? I don't know how much money he got. No one died or even got arrested. Uh, though the other Will Novak did dislocate his shoulder. Uh, oh, I see. So that's where it is. So they were... Um, he was of the same name. Yeah, how did he do? Yeah, he got five grand. Got best part of five grand. He only had his goal was only seven hundred and fifty dollars. Got five grand. I mean, I think I feel like fabricating something like this might be a good way to make a pound note. God, it's just this this world, this this world, this crazy mixed up world. Look, let's have that dub elements tune just to you know really just make sure that it is absolutely tearing. <laughs> discussion going on in the chat for a little while i've been considering making some maga hats but with make jump up great again either that or make skull step great again 
then there's a question as to whether or not Jump Up ever was great. Definitely was. Late 90s, early noughties. Ooh. When Jump Up was things like My Style by Shy FX or Prisons of Technology, stuff off of Joker Records. Monster. Lyceon, something like that, by Dub Elements. That is naughty. Oh, 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 yes, indeed. Right, what else have we got? What's going on? Get rid of that GoFundMe page. No one's interested in it. Russian woman claimed to be the old per- oldest person ever dies. Right, a Russian woman is believed to be the oldest person ever to live has died. Uh, she doesn't even look that old. Like I've seen. I've seen ravers in their late 40s look older than that. Like, seriously, she... I don't know what her secret is. She should just wind people up. Like, um, yeah, I just took a penger every day. Um, Nanu Shova's passport claimed she was 128 years old, having supposedly been born before the last Tsar Nicholas II took the throne. If true, she would have been the oldest person in history. I'm not sure I believe it. I don't think she looks old enough. Like, when you get people in there like 110 and stuff, it literally, it's like their whole face is just melting off their skull. But, I mean, if someone said that she was 75, you'd be like, yeah. No, she looks, she looks good for it. Uh, what's her secret? You know, she's like 10 fags a day and a bottle of vodka. Who knows? Um, however, Nanu has faced some scepticism over her age, as like many, many, many elderly people in the Caucasus, her birth records no longer exist. Yeah, she, she was born in like 1930. Uh, her passports show her birthday as being 1890, because she remembered only the year of her birth, right, not the day or the month. <laughs> She's making it up. Look, here's, look, hold on. Here she is. What do you reckon? Eh? That is not a hundred. She's not one hundred and thirty years old. I do. I do nay believe it. No chance. No chance. Hmm. Uh, even so, she was registered two years ago in the Russian Book of Records as the oldest person in the country. A tribute from officials in her region after her death on Monday said Nanushova, a centurion from the village of Zayukovo, in. Kabarindo, Balkaria's Balksan district. Jesus, just, I don't know, just call it Penge or something. I don't know. Russia's oldest woman, according to the Russian Book of Records, died age 128. She would have turned 129 in May. I don't believe it. Uh, she's got a total of eight children, 19 grandchildren, 33 great-grandchildren, and seven great-great-great-grandchildren. I think, 
Look, I think Nanu's a liar. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not impressed. I'm, and I'm also not impressed with Lab Bible for darkening our door with it. I've had that one on the boil for about three days now. And, I mean, I don't feel as hard done by as I felt after that Australian woman who got 200 grand inheritance and spent most of it on gear. And really, the long and the short of the story was, woman gets money, woman spends money. <sighs> it really, really sucked me in on that one. I thought there was going to be all sorts of rowdy, juicy, ragy details in there. Nothing. Bought a car, crashed it, fuck off. Do me a favour. It's a disgrace. Um, armed police storm an inmate's house to save a very hungry gerbil. Good. I mean, I'm glad that we're putting the <laughs> putting our police force to good use. I mean, if this was Thailand, as we found out the other day, they just euthanised the gerbil. They euthanised those 30 gerbils that some woman came through an airport that are strapped to her legs. <sighs> anyway, armed police officers were required to force their way into a prisoner's home after he refused to let the RSPCA take away his gerbil. All oh, right. Well, I'd assumed from this headline that someone had been put in prison and they'd go, but my gerbil, he's been a, he hasn't had any food for a week. Come on, you got to get in there. Well, all right, where are your keys? I don't know. It was a rough evening. That's why I'm in here. All right, well, look, we'll, we'll kick the door in. Armed police, uh, the inmate had been in jail for a week. All oh, right, look, see, there you go. Um, but wouldn't budge on giving access to the animal charity uh, who swiftly acted to save the gerbil and prevent it from harm. They are stone-cold thugs, the RSPCA. You know, if you so much as scold your dog for pooing on your hearth rug, they'll come round and kick your face in. They're, they're a menace. They're, they're absolutely, they'll be there before the police. Uh, unable to get to the gerbil, the charity contacted police who sent armed officers to get into the prisoner's home. Once they'd broken in, the officers from Derbyshire Police found a very hungry gerbil and rushed it straight to a nearby vat. Was it a hospital for hungry gerbils? A, a police a statement was posted on the Derbyshire Police. This is City Centre Safer Neighbourhood Police page, which read, Tonight, our officers have been on the sharp edge of policing, as always. They've got a sense of humour, the bloody police force, haven't they? We're not arresting people for posting rap lyrics or something, or, like, going investigating, investigating people for things that aren't even crimes. They're having a fucking laugh riot on social media. Um, tonight, our officers have been on the sharp edge of policing, as always. Our friends at the RSPCA invo informed us that an individual who was currently in prison and had been so for nearly a week had a gerbil at his home address. Sadly, the individual was refusing to give access to their address, so the RSPCA officers could prevent the gerbil from dying or suffering unnecessarily. Our officers forced entry to the address with some help from the armed response unit and found a gerbil who was thankfully still alive but very hungry. The gerbil was taken to a nearby vat, where it will be looked after by the RSPCA. We're not just about arresting bad guys and posing for photos on Facebook. Sometimes we're a bit soft and caring. Yeah, well, maybe you should focus more on the bad guys, yeah? Well, the soft and caring stuff is all well and good, isn't it? But, like, <laughs> knife crime's at its highest in London. And, like, yeah, well done you for rescuing a fucking gerbil. Oh, sorry, my heart does not bleed for this very hungry gerbil. 
Bloody the RSPCA, I'm sure they've got a battering ram or two lying around. Just smash the door in. You, like the police are, all that's going to happen is that the police smash the door in when they get there anyway. I say we give more authoritarian powers to the RSPCA. In fact, I think the RSPCA should be armed. I think they should have they should have submachine guns on them. They should have really leery weapons like AK-47s, Uzis, uh, like uh, rocket RPGs, uh, frag grenades you know stuff out stuff out of computer games an rcp90 <laughs> bp7 uh you know all the classic golden eye weapons the rsbca should be fully armed absolutely armed to the teeth and ready to storm the house of uh you know you you run out of dreamies and your cat starts mewing they'll have your door down in five minutes flat and you'll be up against the wall <laughs> with an AK-47 muzzle pointed right in your mush. Yeah, well, <laughs> no cat will go without dreamies for more than 10 minutes if the RSPCA have got anything to do with it. Christ, they're a menace. A <laughs> uh, woman visits doctors with swollen head. Two maggots are dug out. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, imagine going to the doctors with a swollen head. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You might be a bit apprehensive to visit the GP for fear of it being a bump. Right. Uh, you don't, however, expect to find maggots underneath your skin. Uh, did anyone else shiver from reading that? Not particularly. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a bump, I can see, there. Um, because one woman who recently returned from holiday in Uganda, Afri- Africa, noticed red swelling on her hairline, which turned out to be a pair of maggots living under her skin. Oh, well, they're just... All right, look. This... Uh, if the Daily Mail picked, picked this up, They'd be describing the maggots as illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. Send them home, build the wall. Uh, did anyone see that thing with the Daily Mail whereby uh, the there was a sort of um, a kind of news ad blocker style news app that you can get for your browser that basically tells you whether or not the website you're looking at is a legitimate news source or whether or not it's likely to be a bit spurious. And it's been going around for ages. And when you go on the Daily Mail with it on, it, it says says something like, this website is notoriously untrustworthy or you may not want to believe stuff written on here. And it's been like that for about six months, but it's recently come to prominence after Microsoft in their web browser have now installed it as standard. So basically anyone using the newest version of Windows is getting that every time they go on the Daily Mail website. It's just hilarious. According to the Daily Mail, oh right, shit, it is being reported on by the Mail. According to the Mail Online, a 55-year-old woman smuggled the two illegal immigrants across borders and should be... The 55-year-old woman went to hospital with her problem. Doctors initially thought it was an infected insect bite and sent her home with a course of antibiotics. Little did they know that the pesky maggots, the pesky illegal immigrants, were under under the skin doing their thang. Three days later, she went back with shooting pains around her face, and the swelling had spread down to her eyes. Oh my god, it's not about having maggots behind your eyes, is it? It doesn't even look that bad. Like it just looks like a um, looks like a bit of cradle crap. You know, if you've ever if you've ever been a child at some point in your life, you probably will have experienced having a little bit of cradle crap. Just pick it off. It's fine. Um, that is, yeah, it just looks doesn't. Wait, your your assumption is not that there are maggots under there. I would say that's a rare assumption for when you've got some sort of like skin condition. Like, um, I think it might just be a bit of eczema or perhaps a little bit of psoriasis or something. But I guess it could be, I mean, it could just as easily be maggots under there. 
I mean, even for like WebMD, when you go on there and it's going to tell you you've got cancer or something, you're just not expecting it to tell you there are maggots under there. Anyway, I digress. Uh, the man online reported that the first animal was removed with the assistance of petroleum jelly. Nice. And in the British Medical Journal case reports, doctors explained how an ultrasound scan afterward revealed one maggot was remaining. I think, could you get rid of them by just like a bit of that? <laughs> like you would swat a fly. I mean, how much how much abuse can one maggot take? <sighs> but then I guess then you've got a dead maggot inside your head. How do you get maggots under your skin? The patient, patient explained, I returned to hospital after phoning up to say my symptoms had got worse. My face more swollen and I was in great pain. I was seen quickly and admitted to the maxillofacial ward. Well, they were just great. Extremely helpful. Absolute stand-up bunch of lads. Lads and lasses, wonderful. All of them, hashtag would recommend. I've previously been used to having lots of things running through my mind. Ideas particularly would often pop up, but maggots wasn't the first. The patient revealed that she wasn't the only person to get the rare infection, adding, A friend of my son who joined us in Uganda had the same infestation on his back when he left to come home to the UK. All right, well, there's something going on in Uganda, clearly, with these these maggots. Uh, they're killing DJs as well over there. <laughs> uh, now, I'm, I'm probably not going to plan my holiday there. But the walk-in centre in London, where he lives, did not believe the lump on his back was anything more than an insect infected bite. He also had a maggot which came out when he took the elastoplast off. Well, that's something you don't read about every day. Thanks, Lab Bible. Great stuff. Um, let's. What else have we got in here? I'll play this Lily Unsub bit. It's called Anachronism. It's off her album, the Unsub Noisemaker, We Might Be Monsters album. Good bit. Good album. Good album. Yeah. 
just needs to be time to shout out the VIP list. It's a bunch of bad motherfuckers that are helping by supporting the show on Patreon for $10 a month or more. If you want your name on this list, head on over to our Patreon page. You can find a link in the YouTube description or if you go to support the station on threshold.fm. The appropriate linkage is there. For $10 a month or more, you get your name on this list right out at the end of every show. It's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heiselbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, and Dan fucking Morris. Whew. Hey, look, talking to Squiffington, she uh, hooked me up at the end of last year with one of her T-shirts from her fashion brand, Rock of Eye Clothing. Uh, they are here, if you can uh, see it there. She's done a very cool t-shirt, uh, which has uh, sort of images of um, a design of all the old London clubs that are now sadly deceased. Um, there's Squiffington there. She looks like perhaps she's just come back from Boomtown. Uh, maybe she's borrowed your lighter and now is refusing to even acknowledge that you lent it to her in the first place. Uh, I think she's maybe saw Bongra. Uh, Bongra was the best set of the weekend, undoubtedly. Uh, but yeah, they're pretty cool t-shirts. I Well, very cool t-shirts. I was wearing it incessantly over Christmas until somehow I managed to lose it. I don't know how one loses a t-shirt. It's not like I've been out slinging dick and have left it at, you know, some lass's house. Don't know. Genuinely don't know how one goes about losing a t-shirt these days. But anyway, it's gone. I was going to wear it on the show. It is uh, R.I.P., though, very sadly. But yeah, you can head, o- head on over to rockofeyeclothing.co.uk. Pick yourself one up. There's only a few left, apparently. So I would recommend it. 20 notes. Decent. Mm, that's Giganti with Peacock Strap. We'll play that tomorrow, though. I'm, I'm, you know, the, this is the end of the show now, all right, guys? Lord of mercy, it's the end of the show. Um, sorry about the slightly um, sort of maddening uh, bit internets at the beginning. I just don't know really what to do about that. They're, the internets are getting upgraded at the end of the month. They're getting fibre optic, badass, you know, oh, straight, of, you know, balls deep internet end of the month. But until then, we just struggle on with what we can do. I've had a few emails from people that are interested in the potential part-time. It's not uh, internship is the wrong word because it will be paid. But part-time position at Threshold.fm, which will be as uh, effectively producer for this show. So that would be someone sourcing humorous news stories, maybe finding tracks. There would be changing camera angles and, you know, there'd be a bit of back and forth, sourcing humorous videos, helping me make new content, all that sort of jazz. Uh, keeping me on the straight and narrow, make sure, making sure I don't drift off on ludicrous nutrition-based uh, propaganda. And, yeah, be about, you know, start at 9 in the morning, finish around 12, you know, do the change of camera angles on podcasts, all that sort of jizz-jazz. Basically, be uh, like young Jamie um, from Joe Rogan or what's the one on Crowder's show? Not Gay Jared? Can't remember. Yeah, something like that. 
Uh, not you, Joe. You're too hairy and uh, too much for communists, but, you know, that's fine. Uh, I'm assuming someone young, someone with video editing skills, someone with audio editing skills, computer hacking skills, uh, jiu-jitsu skills, uh, streaming skills. Yeah, I don't have to have jiu-jitsu skills. I can teach them that. That's fine. I can teach them a few leg locks. Uh, look, if you want to get paid in leg locks, that's fine by me. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I. I as much as I would like to go, oh, is there anyone who'd like to come and do it for free? I, I, that's, I, don't, really, I don't really want to work like that. I think it's, um, yeah, I would much prefer to pay someone. A, a, you know, it's, it's not going to be loads of money. It would be above, above minimum wage, though. Let's, uh, you know, let's, um, let's say that. Right, look, I will see you at three o'clock for Rankings Records. Hopefully the internet will be up to scratch by then. Um and oh, Joe's is gonna kill me. That's cool. More more threats of death, death threats online. Uh Joe breaking laws. Cool. Alright then. I'll see you at three, if not ten AM tomorrow morning for more of these coffees and more of these memes. God bless you. I love you all.